Hi, I'm Marilyn, and I want to welcome you today to Exposing Grief. When we expose anything, it becomes less threatening. To expose loss and grief will provide us with some emotional control. Happy New Year, everyone. 2020 is behind us, and we have safely arrived into the year 2021. That is exciting news, my friends. A vaccine for the COVID-19 pandemic is being administered, and all seems promising for a great year ahead. These conversations about loss, grief, and emotional health are continuing because even in light of all the chaos, this pandemic's losses, griefs, quarantines, lockdowns, and deaths have caused to so many of us, we have yet to give serious focus to our emotional and mental well-being. The opportunity to tackle these emotional storms is so right. We have a chance to handle our emotional and mental responses differently. If only we are willing to move away from our current beliefs that most of us will figure out our own emotional traumas. If you are new to these conversations about loss and grief, you can begin engaging today or you can go back and listen to the 12 podcast episodes of 2020. In those episodes, we establish that everyone experiences some type of loss or grief in each phase of life, from the youngest to the oldest among us. Even though we are aware these emotional traumas occur, we generally refuse to talk about them or even seek professional help in dealing with them. Unfortunately, we have decided that talking about emotional and mental problems are off-limit topics. Acknowledgement of anything allows us to make a plan to deal with the issues we have acknowledged. If we do not acknowledge that we have slipped into an emotional wasteland, then how can we ever get out? In a new year, people often make resolutions. Resolutions are meant to bring about a positive change in someone's life. However, many people don't make it past the first three months when it comes to implementing a resolution. It may be because the resolution or resolutions are too large and overwhelming to tackle. I suggest that each resolution be broken down into its most basic element and started from there. For instance, say your resolution is to lose 20 pounds in 2021. Well, I think that's a huge goal, maybe too huge when thought of all at once. However, 20 pounds is about 1.7 pounds per month. 1.7 pounds seems doable, right? So if a resolution is broken down in that way and the monthly or even weekly goal is determined, then the end goal becomes more achievable. My personal goal for 2021 will be to fine-tune my emotional and mental responses when interacting with others. In order to do this, I have come up with several questions I believe may work for self-evaluation. Number one, did I have harsh words with or end a relationship with anyone? Number two, what was my response? Number three, how did the other person respond? Number four, was there resolution? Number five, could I have handled the situation differently? Number six, if so, how? These self-reflections are not meant for me to beat myself up, but are meant to provide me with insight on how I am doing emotionally and mentally and to reveal any opportunities for personal and professional growth. I think it would be even better for me to ask these questions right after an incident occurs, but I know I'm not there yet. I need to be separated from the incident by a few weeks before I can look at it objectively. Therefore, I will probably do this self-reflection at the end of a month. When I review the incident, it is my plan to be as honest as possible. Sometimes it is very difficult 
to admit that my own responses have added to the escalation of a situation. I'll keep you posted. In your own life, you may be at a different place and you may not feel comfortable reviewing your emotions and feelings. Start where you are. Maybe just deciding you want to be more emotionally healthy is all that you can do for the month of January. If so, start there. That's called acknowledgement. Know that the actual process won't be easy. In fact, accept that if you want to change or even improve your emotional health, the work to get there will be difficult. There may be tears, lots of tears. There may also be anger and even frustration. All of these emotions are natural. As I've stated many times before, I'm not a therapist, psychiatrist, psychoanalyst, or any professional from the field of mental health. But I have lived many years. I have dealt with my own loss, grief, and other emotional traumas, and I have observed others deal with theirs. Strategies to become more emotionally healthy are available and useful. We each must find the strategies that work for us. Sometimes different strategies are used at different times. There is no magic pill. These conversations about loss, grief, and emotional well-being are necessary and perhaps well overdue. Be a part of these important conversations. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to visit with you next time on Exposing Grief.